Welcome to Higher Inspirations, bringing God to Baby Boomers Radio for your enrichment and spiritual focus. Pastor John Bagorio brings the Word of God to you each month so that together we might all find peace of heart and mind. A few good men. Ezekiel 22.30 I'd like to think about men and address some men for just a few minutes. These principles can be made for women as well, but I think some of the men around us really need to hear this thought. Some of the prerequisites, if you will, of being a good father are being a man, functioning as a man, taking responsibility as a man, thinking like a man, acting like a man, and working like a man. And I think all of these prerequisites make the case to being a good father. You see, Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30 says it like this, And I sought for a man among them, that they should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. You will not be a good father until you're first a good man. And it's a dying art today. There are not many more in our nation anymore. But thank God we do have a few more men, a few good men. We can always use a few more. Let me give you some thoughts from a men's thesaurus. Men don't always say what they mean. Ladies, while you listen, please allow me to translate for your future benefit. When a man says it's a guy thing, he means there is no rational thought pattern connected with this, and you have no chance at all of making it logical. When a man says, can I help with dinner, he means, why isn't dinner ready yet? When a man says, uh-huh, sure, honey, or yes, dear, he means absolutely nothing. It's a conditioned response. When a man says, you know how bad my memory is, what he means is that I can remember the theme song to Hogan's Hero. I can remember the phone number of the first girl I ever kissed and the VIN number of every vehicle that I've ever owned. But yes, I forgot your birthday. And if your husband says, honey, what color is this? He means that all men see in only 16 colors, like Windows default setting. Peach, for example, is a fruit and not a color. Pumpkin is also a fruit, and I have no idea what taupe is. You see, we thank God today for the good men that he sent us. But I want to take a few minutes and explain what I mean by the term good men. You see, I grew up in a home where I thought my dad loved me. He wasn't overly affectionate, but how many men are? He was always at my ball games, and he tried to be supportive. He never taught me how to drive, but that was because we lived just outside Boston, and we didn't own a car. But that's a story for a different time. I don't remember my dad saying, I love you, until I was 36, and I said it first. I wanted to share some personal info, not to criticize my dad or to say that he was the greatest dad ever, but I just wanted you to see 
where my perspective was coming from as we look at the term good men. But first, let's go back to the men's thesaurus for a minute. Remember, men don't always say what they mean. When a man says it would take too long to explain, what he actually means is, I have no idea how this works. When a man says, take a break, honey, you're working too hard. What he means is, I can't hear the game over the vacuum cleaner. When a man says, that's interesting, dear, it means, are you still talking? You see, talking about good men, they're men who have learned to lean on the Lord. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. One of the areas that, that we as men come up short is that we fail to lean on the Lord. We see leaning as a sign of weakness and we don't ever want to tip our hats to that. But we need to trust the Lord for our salvation. No matter what you think at times, we cannot save ourselves. We need a Savior. And the sooner we catch hold of that, the better. We need to trust the Lord for our strength. I know that we all think we're the strongest men in the world. But we're not. As a matter of fact, two of my favorite Bible verses says, that in my weakness he is made strong, or I must decrease so that he can increase. And I know we live in a time where everything inside of us is telling us to be strong. And I agree with that, that we must be strong. But I've come to the realization that God is the source of my strength. We need to trust the Lord for our supply. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 says, But my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You see, we all want to be the breadwinner, the mighty hunter, but ultimately we need to see even our own selves as being in God's hands. He's the one who supplies all our needs. We need to trust in the Lord for our soundness or wisdom reasoning you know i don't even know how to add to that statement so i'll just say it again and leave it at that we need to trust the lord for our soundness for re in reasoning and wisdom and i thank god for a, a few good men who learned to lean here's some more thoughts from my men's thesaurus when a man says Oh, don't fuss. I just cut myself. It's no big deal. What he means is that he's probably severed a limb, but I'll bleed to death before I'll admit that I'm hurt. So get over here and help me. When a man says I can't find it, it means I didn't, it didn't fall into my outstretched hand. So I'm completely clueless. When a man says I heard you, he means, I haven't the foggiest clue what you just said, but I'm hoping desperately that I can fake it well enough so that you'll not spend the next three days yelling at me. And when a man says, you know, I could never love anyone else, he means, I'm used to the way you yell at me and realize it could be worse. 
men who've learned to lead lead their flesh they lead their families and they lead the fallen and I thank God for a few good men who've learned to love men who've learned to love the Father the Lord Though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not charity, I've become a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profit me nothing. Next is their families. And finally is their fellowship, the church. One final time back to my men's thesaurus. When a man says you look terrific, he means, oh please, don't try on another outfit. We're late and I'm starving. When a man says, I'm not lost, I know exactly where we are. What he means is actually no one will ever see us alive again. When a man says, I don't think I can go today, he means shopping is not a sport. And no, I'm never going to think of it that way. When a man says, I don't remember saying that, it's because anything that I have said in the last six months ago is inadmissible in an argument. In fact, all past comments become null and void after seven days. And when a man says, that's not what I meant, he means if something I said can be interpreted two ways, and one of the ways makes you sad or angry, I meant the other way. Remember the verse that, that we started with? Ezekiel 22.30. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. I thank God for the few good men that get God has given to us. But we need a few more men. How about you? Thank you for listening to Higher Inspirations. Please share this episode with your friends so they might find peace through God's word. Until next time, from all of us at Baby Boomers Radio, God bless you and keep you safe.